I'm Rick Arnett. I make coffee. I'm going to play golf and eat. Did you have pants on? I bet you some might, might, might even hit balls out there today. It's covered. Why you not? know what? I was just going to say, if you're a golf course, because it's not going to rain all day. If you're a golf course. I, let me finish. <laughs> if you're a golf course. <laughs> what? Just go. <sighs> What's with you today? You need to you need to cheer up a little bit. I just laugh. <laughs> if you if you run a golf course. There you go. Or you own a golf course. or you're If you're a, a golf, golf ball. <laughs> He's long. I'm hitting nine iron. Mm-hmm. And ball just carried. Yep. And I'm long. So neither of us are on the green. No. So we'd go to Southern Death Playoff. Sudden. What did I say? Southern. Southern. We are in the South. <laughs> I should give that to you. <laughs> I just like it, Kern, how he goes, and we went to Southern Death as opposed to doing it in Michigan. <laughs> Generic Viagra. Go Goss! It's fledgling. Abu Dabu. Good morning, everybody. It is 8.01 on the ticket. And if you are not hungover from last night or in a depressed mood, hi, everybody. It's golf time. Just because baseball... Goes... It seemed like a direct shot at me, Craig. No, it's not. No, okay. it's not. I have a lot of baseball friends. And understand this. <laughs> All right. We've already got one week in Mark, and we're... Eh, understand this. I've been a lifelong... A I've been a lifelong Baltimore Oriole fan. If you think your life sucks being a Rangers fan... Trust me, you're in solid. Did the Orioles win a championship? 1983 was the last one. They still won one. 79? No, they lost in 79. They were up 3-1. Ha ha, they were up 3-1. 1971? 70. They lost 3 They were down 3-1 too. 1970, I was a tot. A tot. (laughs) So... And they have sucked so bad for 20 years, I've lost my passion for baseball. So the fact that you were interested in the game yesterday, we'll talk about that in a minute. That's the way baseball go. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Thank you, Ron. But, yeah. Maybe you should have defensively subbed any Chavez and we wouldn't be sitting here doing this. It's going to be like this all next two hours. I love it. I love it. For every Connor, Connor's running the board today. Morning, Connor. Good morning, T Box. You should run that one song, Happy, and every time we come back from the break. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm happy song, man. Happy. Well, I, I don't, I don't want to be bad mood brown guy, but I'm, I'm done. I, I can't. Don't do be anymore. bad mood brown guy. It's golf time. We get to talk golf. Weather's going to be 90 degrees today. It was hot yesterday. Good Lord, is anything good in your life right now? No, not really. Thank you for asking, though. I appreciate your concern. By the way, that's Eli Jordan. There's some wall that has, in case of emergency, break glass that Rick Arnett is sitting in right now that maybe I need to call and say, Rick, 
<laughs> I, I can't pick. I can't lift Eli up. I, I mean, I could do, and I told you guys this a few minutes ago, I could do two, two full hours today on how much I hate the Rangers. All right, so we're going to do the first segment on other sports, and we're going to talk about the Rangers. Can we hold on for a minute? Yeah. Talk happy thoughts. Kern's here. Kern's here. That's true. I got the world's most expensive donuts in front of us. We do. So, might have a donut later. That might feel good. Don't donuts make you happy? No, uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <sighs> this is, it's going to be hard to get through this today. Oklahoma's undefeated. Oh, they'll they'll pull the rug out from under me too. How's that? Uh, who are they playing this week? They'll lose at some point. I don't know who to who, but it probably Texas in the Big Twelve Championship. To be honest, they'll probably play each other again, and that'll be the one. Either that, or they'll somehow sneak into the playoff and just get run off the field by Georgia. Go dogs! Yeah. So Kern's here, engineer. Kern's happy. I am. Morning, Kern. Morning. And I already said hi to Connor. Who's running? Who's doing tickers today? Good morning, T Box. It's Travis. Travis hey. Huddleston. That's the one guy who makes you happy is yes. Travis Huddleston. That's correct. Eli, I don't think I actually make you happy. I don't think you know this about me, but I am from Houston. It is well known now on this station. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm sorry, good, good buddy. Good for you. You know what? Enjoy your success. Here's the thing. It ain't over yet, but the people in Houston still. <laughs> but, it ain't over yet. But okay. people in Houston might have a good baseball team, but they still have to live in Houston. That's I'm fair. That's why it. I moved here. I'm thinking here, about so. moving there. I'm actually root for a winner. By the way, we are at the home office today. Um, kind of, kind of like have, being here. It's easy to get here, right? Easier, yeah, that's that's true. In most places, uh, I, and, I uh, do do enjoy my time up at uh, up at Crest, but it's a it's a pretty decent hike for me. He invited us to today. Arlington. He said, "Come on, I'll pay you." And I was like, yeah. "Tell me about this new restaurant that they're opening up there." I've I've heard uh, Gordon doing the live spots. Oh, really? About, you started doing it? Yeah, about the new the right. new restaurant there. Well, see, before you came on the ticket. Before you came on the tee box, you've been on the ticket for a long time. Mm-hmm. They used to have this chef. Her no. name was Paloma. He, oh, I, had I remember it. Paloma. Had it. Okay. I've got a picture in my phone with Paloma. Mm-hmm. She's, she was, uh, yes, solid. As a chef. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, what did you think I meant? Well, I just wanted to clarify for everybody. <laughs> I, she was uh, um, an, Not, attra- an attractive young lady yes, as but well. She but, was yeah, a but hell she, of a chef. Dynamite chef, yes. And there was magic there when... When Paloma cooked, mm-hmm. it yes. was fun. It was. It was really fun, and whatever we got for breakfast every Saturday morning was always great. It was, but it was you never knew. It's kind of like that box of chocolates, baby. Never knew what you're going to get. So it was, it was fun, and so I think he's going back to try to get that fun back. Okay, all right. Well, so by the way, uh, our title sponsor, the PGA Tour Superstores, uh, brings you this show this week. So uh, they do. If you need anything, it's about to get cold weather, and don't forget you get the fifty off two fifty as well. There you go. So you might be depressed, but you're on your game. I like that, Eli. Yeah, man, I'm a professional. (laughs) Somewhat. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so he invited us. I said, yeah, you know, my wife had surgery this week, and um, and then it and then it didn't go well. I had to go look up what a hematoma was. 
You so had to had... look up what a hematoma was. Well, I, what you know what a hematoma is, right? But do you yeah. know? Do you, did you know that she had to go have another surgery to fix the hematoma? I didn't. Know like that. this was something internally, correct? Yes. Okay. So Monday she had surgery. Wednesday she had surgery. So rough week for me. Yeah, Rougher for bad. her, but it was rough. when you're nurse. You know, you're going through that. It's rough, rough for you too. Rough. So, um, yeah. So. What? Where did that come from? <laughs> That's the inappropriate drive, right. Corby. All right, Connor, you're keeping, you're keeping, you're keeping Eli with a smile on his face. Yeah, keep doing I, that. That was funny. <laughs> I don't have much to laugh at. So, um, so anyway, so even though I, I kind of figured that we'd wait till uh, Mike would over at uh, Crest would get a his. Uh, stuff together for the new sh- restaurant stuff we can break that in next week or week after whenever it is it's next week right it's next week next week month. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yes yes so it's fun stuff and we're happy about that by the way uh well wishes out to our good buddy jeff levine over at Ar- arcus golf he went through kind of the same thing i did this week hope he's hope everything's on the mend out there too oh, our jeff. pal i like jeff everybody don't we all jeff. everybody likes jeff and uh, um, so that's all that good I got deal. for the first segment. Well, that's good because it's time to break. It is time. We're not supposed to really actually say that, <laughs> well, but, I but it is. We're supposed to say coming up next, we'll outline the show for you. And I have a positive spin on the Rangers that Eli's not going to buy, but I'm going to give it a shot anyway. We'll do all that next. Taking it in there, Eagle. It's your turn, you know. What was that? What? That wasn't English, whatever <laughs> you just said. <laughs> 8.14 on the ticket. You got the tee box. A Rangers funeral edition. So we uh, broadcast here from the office. Eli Jordan, Craig Rosengarten. We got some stuff we're going to talk about. I'm sure there's some golf in there and some other things. We'll I found out something about this week's leaderboard did you know that i bet you didn't see i was kind of into the zozo championship remember this been nursing all week (laughs) mark that for some reason too i've been nursing all week i have (laughs) (laughs) keep that happy song going there Connor. no i'm just kidding um but so I got nothing to do at night, and golf's on. So I actually watch more of this tournament than I normally would of the Zozo Championship. It's a decent field, I guess. Um, no. I mean, you got Xander, and you okay. got. Okay, I mean, there's worse. Are the crowds? Would you imagine that the crowds in Japan follow Hideki like? Americans follow Tiger. Maybe not quite to that extent, but it's that's probably as good a comparison as you're going to find worldwide these days. Golf-wise. Yeah. Yeah. Probably I would think so. so. By the way, this segment's brought to you by whom? Uh, you tell me. I don't know. You have all that stuff. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's on me today? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, let's go with, how about uh, Invited Clubs and United Ag and Turf. Go join a country club at Invited Clubs and then buy a John Deere. Yeah, that sounds like one hell of a day. Yeah. And you want to go through what's what we're going to talk about this? I was just getting ready to do that. Awesome, Craig. That's a, just awesome. I'm a professional. You know, you wear purple. You're supposed to be. You're, that means you want people to like you. Did you know that? No, I had no yeah. idea. So you got purple on today, so yeah, yeah I, I like this shirt. It's got little Jimi Hendrixes on it. Does it really? Yeah. See, it's a little Jimi Hendrix. Is that really Jimi Hendrix? Yeah, it's got a little. Oh, what little brand piece, is that? Peace signs and little guitars. What brand is that? Uh, I think it's Peter Millar. I think. Is it really? Yeah. God, my wife would love that shirt. Well, if she gains 400 pounds, she can fit in it. God. <laughs> <laughs> you know All what? All right. You need, to, you need to keep this as your demo tape for future. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, for potential future employment opportunities. Yeah, I'm sure New York or L.A. is going to come calling real soon. Uh, all right, leaderboards. That's a good hypothetical, though. What? If L.A. called right now, Sports L.A., the Ticket L.A., whatever it's called, the fan in L.A., the fan in New York City said, hey, Sports. 150 grand a year, Eli, move on up and be their 10 to noon host. Did you do it? It's only two hours? 10 to 1. Mm. 150 G's. Yeah, 150 York. doesn't go anywhere in, in New, New York. York. <laughs> and I don't think I'd want to live in California, short of maybe like San Diego. So I don't know, probably not. I, I mean, I'd have to consider Libs. it. Yeah, thank you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to consider it, but I'm going to say probably not. And I would be very surprised if my wife would sign off on we're going to move to New York. That's something that's never interested me is, like, you always ran into the handful of people, like, in high school or, like, in college that were like, oh, man, I just, you know what, I want to go, like, live in New York for, like, a year. Like, that's, like, something that's on their bucket list. It's like, I just want to go to New York for, like, a year. and I, th- That's never even crossed my mind. I don't want to live anywhere where I really can't own a car. I mean, you could in New York. You wouldn't could. drive it much. And your parking space will cost you more than your car payment. You're probably correct. And that's, I just, I don't want to do that. And can you imagine what it takes to play around the golf when you live in New York City? I mean, you're having to drive probably 45 minutes out of town, probably. At least, yeah. Some good golf up there, though. To get on the well, anywhere, Long Island. Anywhere and, in the Northeast where, where they have elevation changes and really big trees is really cool. And it's easy to grow grass because of the soil. And you have bent grass fairways. Yeah, it's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then and you, you've got to pay 16 bucks for a slice of pizza and wait in line to get on Bethpage Black. It's probably pretty good pizza, though. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. I mean, if, if we're being honest here, it's probably pretty solid. All yeah. right, let's go over the run sheet. Let's okay. try and be professionals today, even though I hate everything. I am. I'm not very good at it, but I am. <laughs> okay, that's <listen, laughs> first step is admitting it. <laughs> good for you. Uh, all right, we'll talk maybe some live golf coming up here. No, 8.50. You've got some member guest talk you want to get to member guest last 10? week, and I know you've played in, in one bef- in the past. Not in, in years. Uh, Nobody wants me to play in member guests with them. I carry a vanity handicap, and it just, it just crushes everyone. 
Yeah. My my team never does anything in member guests. You know, we'll bring that up at 910 because it's interesting you say that. We'll bring that up. Is it interesting? Okay. Yes. Uh, 930, I just wrote down, I don't care because I don't have anything for 930. And you said you might come up with something. Oh, well. Okay. I got all sorts of good ideas. We have an hour and ten minutes for you to do that. It'll, it'll be fine. And then uh, we'll uh, mix with the college football tailgate boys, Deddy and Zach Barnett and Kevin Landrum. So the last time I, I talked to them, they were telling me how Texas should have been the number one ranked team in the country by a lot. That there was really not even a second place, and Georgia shouldn't have been in the top five. Mm, that's That seems aggressive, but... They're the experts, and we're not, Craig. <laughs> All right, so before we get into golf, the Rangers uh, are in the playoffs. They're in the pennant, or what do they call the American League Championship? That's correct. ALCS. Yes, the American League Championship Series. And Would you like to see what I wrote down for 810 for the segment? He wrote, the Rangers ruined my life. <laughs> Sticking to that, I'm broke. Okay, man. so I understand. So, so I understand. I understand. Okay, they lost. It was a tough loss. Um, they're down. Three. That's all they do is take tough losses. But here's uh, the thing. Here, correct. Yeah, that's, th- that was me last night about but here's ten o'clock. Th- but here's the thing, Eli, and, and I, and this is this is me looking at it the other way. Don't try and be being a lifelong break. Oriole fan who absolutely has the. You can compare their ownership to any other sports ownership in the country, and I will tell you that it's the worst. It's the worst. And I've become a, a Rangers fan because I live here, and I, you know. But doesn't what were they expected to do at the beginning I, of the year? I'm done with that argument. And I'm finished. I had people on Twitter telling me that last night, and Kern told me that when I came in this morning. I'm done with the argument of, well, they're, I mean, they're, they've but, exceeded expectations but this I'm, year. That's fine. Yes, I'll agree they've exceeded expectations, but they're right there. They're still in the ALCS. I get it. They weren't expected to be this good, but they are. And so now, whenever you take a 2 nothing lead in the ALCS on the road and you come home and you mess all down your leg for three consecutive games, that's, that's enough, man. I've had it. Okay. I cannot do it anymore. All right, so. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm mentally drained. And I'm sick of watching them let Jose Altuve take his four-foot-long bat, which is taller than him, and just stuff it directly in their pie holes every single time he comes here. I'm, I've had it, man. And I'm sorry. It's just it's so frustrating. And I tried. I tried so hard for this entire playoff run. I told my buddies, you know what? I'm going to be positive about this thing. They made me listen to freaking Creed for two and a half weeks so they could lose three straight games in a half-billion-dollar stadium, the second one that my tax dollars have paid for. And, so, and I'm, so I'm, I'm over it, man. I'm done. So am I hearing that you, haven't, you really aren't a real Creed fan? <laughs> Whatever, man. I just... <laughs> I just don't care. It's just so Look, irritating. Must, to all the you, argument of, the, well, they they shouldn't have been here to begin with, that's not a valid okay. argument. Maybe not, but they are there. But here's, And they're up two games to nothing. Okay, so I'll give you another set. First off, it ain't over yet. It is over. You think they're going to come back from what happened last night? I didn't They'll think be lucky if they don't get beat by 12 in Houston. Okay, but I'll say this. 
I love the way the ownership and management has, has put together a team. What's their weakest spot right now on that team? There's one glaring weak spot. Yeah, the bullpen. It's terrible. And you don't think that uh, – do you not have confidence in them fixing that in the offseason? Nothing's guaranteed. Nothing's Nobody's guaranteed. guaranteed. Like, Everybody can get okay. hurt. I mean, That's Jersey exactly hurt. right. But do you don't have you don't have confidence in them saying, okay, yeah, we got a we got a weakness in the bullpen. Let's fix that. I sure. I mean, I think Chris so, Young has done a fine job. He's done a great job. But at the end of the day, like no matter what your GM or your ownership or how much money they want to spend, at the end of the day, the players have to get out there and not pucker when it matters. And they did the last three games is just completely choke. A 2 nothing lead in the series, and all you've got to do is win one at home, and you've got them on the brink, and you can't do that. And last night, you've got a two-run lead in the ninth inning, and your closer comes in there and just craps all over himself. And I've had it, man. I can't do it anymore. Maybe you need a new closer. This is the first time they've been in contention in a long time, and there's going to be... And what do they do? Well, Gag. no, but there's going to be spots in that team that aren't going to be perfect, and they can they know what they are now. They can identify them. They can get better in the offseason. I'm very <laughs> bullish on this team in the next five years. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. So, it, it's almost, you know, I'm sure they're not cursed at all because every time they ever have a chance to do anything, they just choke on everything it's just the world's biggest choke every time they have a chance last night's a prime example of it all right how you feel about the stars uh, i went to game six last year where they got run off the ice in a few <laughs> minutes against vegas yeah we can Let's talk about that, that too another gag job from how the, feel about the Cow- sports team. how you feel about the cowboys they haven't won a the cowboys haven't won a super bowl they haven't been to a Super Bowl since before I could legally drive a vehicle. I'm 42 years old. You want to talk about them, too? All right. How about Mavs? Thank you. I mean, they fell ass backwards into a title in 2011 because Dirk Nowitzki willed them to a championship. Yeah. And that, I mean, I'll okay, and that's 2011. That's been 12 years. Hello. Okay. How you feel about Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Ryan Palmer, Tom Kim. They're all fine individuals. The Dallas. The Will's out tours. We haven't heard from Will in a long time. I, I, golf's an individual sport. They're still they're still Dallasites. Got to root for them. Absolutely. I pull for them. And that's what I do when I go to Rangers games and pay astronomical amounts of money for a beer and parking and new stadiums every four years for some freaking reason. And that's what I do when I go is I cheer. I get my section excited. I, I enjoy going to games just so they can pull the rug out from under us every freaking time they have a chance to accomplish anything meaningful. Okay. Happy time song again, Connor. Let's move on to golf. Can we do that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Coming up next, we'll talk golf. 8.32 on the ticket. You got the tee box. Eli and Craig. Rick is off this week enjoying, I don't know what he's doing, but hopefully he's playing some golf at 90-degree weather today. At eight, at 8.50, I feel compelled to have to talk a little bit of love golf, but I think I'll be the only one. It's amazing that... Love golf or live golf? Live golf. Well, that's what I say. Love golf. Oh, I meant live. I, I've got yes. that, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing to me, you have some superstars playing that thing, there's... The bookies are taking no bets for it, and the, nobody's watching it on TV. So 
We'll discuss why. And there's four guys who don't have jobs next year. Interested to see who's going to replace one of them. them. Are you firing me? Keep talking about the Rangers, maybe. Um, I got it out of my system. I'm done. Let's talk golf now. Okay, so I have a trivia for you. I looked this up as I was, again, watching a lot of golf this week. So you have Justin Suh, Eric Cole, Bo Hosler, Colin Morikawa, Emiliano Grillo, and Satoshi Kodera are your top six players in this field. Man, you actually just nailed all of those names. I'm very impressed by you right now. So those six guys... There's only one that is inside the top 100 in driving distance. Care to guess who that is? Inside the top 100? Uh, I would have to probably go with Morikawa. Colin Morikawa is number 136 on the driving distance list, which shocked me. I mean, he's known for his iron play, but I would also think that like, with his swing and his age and fitness level that he would be inside the top 100. Number 136. That's crazy. You want to try one more time? Eric Cole. Eric Cole is 150-something. I have failed you. And Justin says one is in the top, is in the 100s. The one that got me with Satoshi Kodera is number 176 in driving distance. I'm watching yesterday... And I'm watching him lay up on every single par five, and I'm thinking, what am I watching here? And it's these guys don't hit the ball very far. Even Bo Hosler is number 100. The only one was Emiliano Grillo is number 50. Hmm. And he has probably never 50, thought huh? of Yeah. I would have never thought of him as a long hitter. He's 50th. That's I mean, not – he's I, not I get it. I mean, top he's, 20. He's not Cam Champ, but, I mean – I would not have expected him to be in the top 50 of anything. You know, he's the same age as my son. I watched him a few times in junior golf. And, uh, you know, he he got it out there. He was probably equal to Jordan distance-wise back then. And Jordan wasn't extremely long back then, but he was long enough. What's Jordan ranked driving distance-wise? I'd have to look that up. But Here. I can if you want. Sure. And, uh, We've got time. Okay. Jordan is... Driving distance. Care to guess who number one is? Uh, Rory McIlroy? That is correct. You are correct, sir. So I'm up to number 26, and there's no Jordan. So there's that. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm curious as to whether he is longer than Emiliano Grillo. Uh, That's kind of where I'm getting here. You know what? I may be looking at this year, and he may not have played yet this year. No, this is 2022-23. Can I search? Yes, I can. There you go. All right. We're we're making progress here. (laughs) Jordan Spieth is number 72. All right. So, Emiliano Grillo. Driving distance of 303 yards. That's 72nd on tour. How about that? God, if I hit one 300, I'm, I feel like a real gorilla, like I yeah. just squashed one. So, interestingly enough, none of these – only one guy in the top top seven are, are better than Jordan. How about that? Where is Kensei Hirata? Where is he ranked? Not. Nope, not. I don't even know who he is. What about Yuki Inamori? No idea. Or Ryu 
Hisantuki. You missed Rio Ishikawa. Do you remember when I he came I have a buddy around? that played with him in the Colonial Pro-Am one year. Really? Yeah. He was supposed to be like the next yes. coming of... He uh, was like uh, Asian Thai Tryon. Yeah. <laughs> never never panned out. Not so, so much. Um, he said, uh, my buddy said there was a little lost in translation during the Pro-Am. There wasn't a lot of uh, conversation, conversation back and forth. <laughs> You know, that was one thing that, you know, we, I, I played in that LPGA Pro-Am a couple weeks ago, and, and both of the women who we, I played with were just as engaging as can be and probably hit the ball longer than the top six on this leaderboard right here. So <laughs> Good for them. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I highly recommend that next year, if you have a chance to play in the Pro-Am with the women, do it. It's I've the only one, asked. It's the only one that's a scramble. And you get to play with two different women. They play. I think the men have changed this a little bit. The the PGA has, but in the women's, you play nine holes with one woman. You play, mm-hmm. and then play nine with another. I think some of the men's pro ams are like that too. I think it just depends on the player, because I think the player can say, hey, "I really only want to play nine. Really, I've only played. In, I think Conrad's listening. I bet he'll text me and let me know. He's I've, he's done the pro am. I've only played in two. PGA Pro-Ams. I played in one in uh, Mississippi, and I played with Ian Leggett. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Won one time, Canadian. Had no interest in talking to anybody. That, what a great time. How, how much fun was that? None at all. And then I played in a Monday Pro-Am at the ATT Byron Nelson, and I got to play with... Robert Damron. Robert Danron's a past winner of the AT&T. I'm fully oh, no, aware. Let me get that wrong. It may have been C.J. E- Cup Byron Nelson. It may have been the EDS Byron Nelson when he won it. No, probably way before that. You think? Yes, it was probably the GTE Byron <laughs> Nelson. could have been, yeah. But I played a Monday Pro-Am with Martin Piller. Oh, there you go. All right. And Martin was one of the nicest human beings, and I tried to stay friends with him. Martin is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I don't know. What's he doing now? That's no, he's not playing anymore. Fabulous question. I do not have an answer for you. He's either probably selling insurance or I, that seems selling to be the a lot of the guys or go. selling artificial turf. Because <laughs> those are the two. <laughs> That's that, those are the two. Yeah. Insurance or artificial turf. Okay. Yeah. But uh, no, I, 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 those are really, really fun. But the women and Martin was really fun. Ian Leggett was not fun. Um, and I couldn't believe years, years later, he got a job on the. Uh, the golf channel. I was like, that guy did? I mean, he, he, he was, wouldn't want to talk to any of us. And, and he had a brand new caddy who wanted to talk to us, but he was a brand new caddy. It was his first week on the bag. Yeah, so he didn't want to. He was kind of, I kind of see what he wants to do. So. I played in a Symmetra tour, which is now the, I don't know, Xerox tour, or whatever it is, the, the minor, the corn ferry for the ladies. Yep. I played in a pro-am with, with a, a gal there one time. A gal. Her name was Chichi Rotza. She was the aiming to become the first ever LPGA player from Hungary. Really? Mm-hmm. I have not heard her name mentioned since. Did she play in the Olympics? Bet she did. Ah, boy, I don't. That's a good question. She was super friendly. Hit it. Hit it good. I mean, I was basically Walmarting her off the tee all day. Um, but boy, she could. I mean. It's wild, too, because you see these gals and you think, well, they just don't really hit it very far. And some of them don't. But, man, they shoot like the most 
just casual ho-hum, like, two-unders you'll ever see. And, like, they get up and down from everywhere, and, like, they just hit the fat part of the green every hole, and every now and again they'll run into, like, a 15- or 20-footer, and you look up and you're like, I was 50 yards past her off the tee all day, and she shot two-under, and I shot 84. I... It's funny that you say that because when you get to see two different players like you do now and you um, – and right right now uh, I'm going to look it up because interesting you say that. So the first girl we played with was a major winner that we played with. I won't try to t- say her name. And she, I was Walmarting her. And I'm just looking thinking, how is this woman a star LPGA player? And she is. She's top 20 in the world. Mm-hmm. She'd won one or two majors, I can't remember. And then the next nine, we played with a journey woman from the European tour, but she had done well enough on one joint event that she had status on the LPGA, and she had finished in second the week, a couple weeks prior. She pounded the ball and was like, and was getting up and down from everywhere. She was saving us on our. I mean, it was like. Holy smokes, this girl's so good. And they both finished the same spot. They both finished top ten. And I was like, how did that happen? The first girl, um, uh, I just, see, Young Kim was the one we played with uh, who had won a major. And the, the girl this week, her name was Nicole. She was from uh, Denmark. Um, I don't see her in the field this week. By the way, my neighbor is in second place. Um Minji Lee. She tied for first, I'm sorry. So there's that. That's that's great news. Your neighbor is tied for the lead. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Conrad says you can decide if you want to play eighteen or nine holes if you're the higher ranked player on the Pro Am priority list. So how many of them choose not to play nine holes? If you're Tiger Woods, don't you say I'm gonna play nine with these bozos? Clowns, yeah, probably. I would, I would imagine most of the, you know, world top 15, aside from if you're, let's say, Jordan Spieth and you're playing in the Byron Nelson, which was sponsored by AT&T and Jordan's a big AT&T guy, they probably lean on him and say, man, you, you got to play 18, dude. You're playing with all these, you know, CEOs and I would say higher ups, you know. Jordan's such an extroverted guy, I would say he'd want to play it's anyway. quite possible, yeah. but I mean, you get my point. I mean, based on sponsorships and stuff, if you know, there's a major sponsor that says, "Hey, man, we really kind of want to play 18 with whoever." Right. I'm, I'm guessing they probably lean on them and say, "Yeah, man, why don't you, why don't you stick it out for 18?" Because they're pumping a lot of money into this thing. Okay, so there are a few stars that are in this week on the PGA Tour. Colin Marcow is tied for fourth. You have uh, one of your favorites, Sahith. The Gala, he's tied for 18th. Won me 50 bucks. They did. Uh, Taylor Montgomery, who um, I only bring up only because I I constantly bring him up because his dad runs Shadow Creek. And I'm hoping one day he hears it and says, hey, heard you, saw, heard you say nice things about my son. Why don't you come out and play my course? Does Taylor Montgomery live here no. or something? Or no, so and his how, dad lives. I, I'm just hopeful. How would that I'm, No, I'm just hopeful. I'm just <laughs> You know what? It's my way. Uh, that, that's fine. I just, I'm, I'm just, I was just curious. Is there some sort of local tie here where it might get to him? Okay, lot, local tie. Tom Hoagie. 
He's uh, one over. He made the field. There's top set. There's only 75 players in this field. Uh, Ricky, he's tied with Ricky Fowler and Xander Shoffley, who are both one over. Cam Champ, who played well last week, he's two over. I've got a, a question. What do you think Zach Blair has made on the PGA Tour? Boy, I bet he's. It's not a lot. He's still. He's still trying to get his card for next year. I think he's probably made three million. Every time you kind of go through one of these kind of spare leaderboards, he always seems to make an appearance and he's always like, you know, tied for 30th or something. Like he's never really in the top yeah. 10 or anything, but right now and again, you see his name and he's also a very good, uh, Instagram follow. What's he, what's he made? Uh, that's a good question. Let me look it up. Well, you asked that question, you got to answer it and I'll okay, keep going. Well, yeah, I'll keep going. Proceed. Hideki Matsuyama, who's probably got the biggest, uh, crowd in the, in the field. He is uh, three over and, uh, I don't see anybody else worth noting except Garrett Higo. Garrick Higo. Garrick Higo. He withdrew. WD. Wow. Okay. You said how much did you say Zach Blair's made? Three and a half million. Six point four million. What a nice little life he's carved out to so, never really do much so, of anything. So the the question is on a guy like Zach Blair, who's he turned pro when? What year did he turn pro? Twenty fifteen. So he's been on there for eight years. Mm-hmm. He's been playing for eight years. He has eight top tens and one runner-up. And so in that time, of that $6 million that he won, how wealthy of a guy is he at this point? He probably didn't get any very big endorsements. So he's covering all of his expenses. Where is he financially? Is he set? I mean, it depends on your definition of set. Is he private jet and vacationing in Hawaii for three weeks no. a year, Rich? No, no, probably not. But does he have a nice newer home that's probably 3,500 square feet and a nice, what's look, he got nice in, looking gal? What's and, a guy like What's a guy like that have in savings right now? Does he have a million dollars in savings? A million? Uh, I'm saying probably not. I, I mean, I would doubt it would all be like just in savings. He'd probably have it in some sort of investment accounts, I would guess. And I'm wondering where he is in cuts made to see whether he's... He's made 96 of 172 cuts. I think you need to make 300 cuts to be pension eligible. Mm, he's got a ways to go. I believe that's the number. Um I, maybe it's a hundred. I, I I can't remember. I Probably. bet he probably drives a nice car, and you know he's probably got him a Beamer or you know like a nice high end Tahoe or. You but know. you know the other side is, you drive an Infinity. He's struggling to keep his job. You're not. There's a there's a stress point I think right there that's probably not fun. Mm. I, for, Ask Conrad right now. For a guy like Zach Blair, he seems to have a little bit of a contingency plan with his social media stuff. I think they do like a podcast, and he does a lot of Instagram stuff where he travels around and goes to different courses and writes about them and, and that kind of thing. Now, probably not the most lucrative thing you could ever no. do, but if he's got some money stashed aside, if he hasn't spent money like an idiot, he's probably going to be just fine. Yeah, I doubt he's he's not going to struggle to like put his kids through college or anything. By the way, the first stage of Q School for Corn Ferry was this week. It was out at Rockwall, and our buddy Conrad Schindler um, played really, really well until the last hole, and bogeyed the last hole to miss it by one. So that is what I was told. Yes, but so we're happy to have him back in the corporate world, where he can sometimes hang out with us and. 
play some grab ass golf and yeah have some have a, have a little lunch date every now and again with my buddy yeah good good for him man he he, he tried one last time and you know walk away with your head held high and say you know what that's that's cool man and i can't i, I can't imagine where he is in his stage of life with you know young in at home and everything else that getting back on the road was going to be that awesome because it sounds like he's doing well in the insurance business so you know. i think so yeah yeah still playing still playing really well all right that segment's brought to you by whom how about Alabama Golf and the Texas Junior Golf Tour? Texas Junior Golf Tour. Yes. Going to Alabama next month. Are you really? Yeah. I'm going to go out there on a little Pam trip and uh, play uh, Ross Bridge and do some of the Robert Trent Jones trails. So. Have you ever been out there? Never have. Looking it's forward really, to it. Really, really fun. It's right here. Really fun. Really good golf course. You talk about good land for good golf, Alabama. It's the only thing Alabama's good for. Uh, all right. Coming up next, we do have to do this. I don't know why, but four guys have lost their jobs, and there's some championship going on on the live side. We'll talk about that next. But first, let's talk about the greatness that is AdvancedPlaster.com. AdvancedPlaster.com. When you hear AdvancedPlaster.com, you might not know what it is. Just don't. You don't know what it is. But I will tell you what it is. He is the greatest human being on the face of the earth that can fix up and renovate your, your pool. Whatever your pool looks like right now, whatever level you need to get your pool a part of your house, just the most perfect outdoor living area, you got to call, call JT. He's a big P1, and he's been doing this for over 20 years, almost 25. I think he started right when, uh, when the magazine started 25 years ago. Think about that. He fixes and renovates pools beautifully and perfectly for 25 years. You can't do that for that long unless you have done stellar work for that 25 years and he has I saw his his pool he built his own pool in his backyard is amazing I've seen renovations of of pools or updates of pools Rick's pool is awesome it it just turns a whole house into something different when you look in that backyard and go wow this has been updated really cool and you know the advancements now in pools you can do everything by an app you can Replace all of your equipment and make it in a tiny footprint. And JT knows how to do all that stuff. Go to JT. Go to advancedplaster.com. Call JT. He may even give you a free dozen balls on the... Uh, no, he probably won't. But he will give you a really good estimate. And he'll tell you, hey, it will take just a little bit of time. Now's the time to do it, right? It's getting a little chillier at night. Hey, it takes a few day, only takes a few days to get your pool updated like that. And now's the time to do it. Just, you know, hey, I got a few days for the next uh, Ranger season to be able to get this done. So go to advancedplaster.com, advancedplaster.com. Get your pool, get your pool fixed. <laughs> Eight fifty-nine On the ticket, you got the tee box. Broadcasting live from the Avid Golfer Compound this morning, which is looking lovely. Hey, by the way, before we get into Live Golf, or Love Golf, whichever way you want to say yeah, Love Golf, yeah. So Mr. Turry, who's a um, avid listener okay. of the Tee Box, he, he corresponds with us almost every week. Terry Lavelle. Lovell. Lavelle. Whatever. Tell us how to Mr. say it, Terry. Terry. Mr. Turry. He found a Rio Ishikawa golf ball at a DF Uni a few years ago. So he thought it was very odd. So what? I'll ask you. If he's a listener, we can rag on him a little bit. What's more odd, 
the fact that he found a Rio Ishikawa golf ball at a Muni in Dallas or a few years ago, or that he has actually kept this golf ball for a few years. That might be worth something. A Rio Ishikawa golf ball. I don't know, maybe. I found a uh, Pearson Cootie golf ball when we played Gentle Creek one time. That's going to might be worth more than a Rio. It has at least potential. I think I hit it out of bounds like two holes later. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't save it. I did not. He no. saved the Rio Ishikawa ball. So <laughs> there you go for that. And I also, uh, yeah, from Mr. Turry as well, said Zach Blair was on the No Laying Up podcast this week. He's been injured for two years, coming back, and has just built, owns a heralded new golf course, the Tree Farm, designed by Tom Doak. So there you go. There's some Zach Blair news and Ryo Ishikawa golf ball talk. Yeah. (laughs) All right. There we go. To the live. All right. This is brought to you by... Arcus Golf and Crest Cars. All right, so six players fell below the line in Live Golf to get relegated. But since two of them are captains of teams, which are Lee Westwood and Martin Keimer, they don't get relegated. But there are four guys who got relegated. Let's name them. Jediah Morgan. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, who? James Pyatt. James Pyatt was a great amateur US player. U.S. amateur winner, wasn't yes. he? Um, she won Kim. <laughs> and Chase Kepka. They're gone, allegedly. So they get to go play on the Asian tour. Now, there's one guy on the Asian tour right now who's killing it. Um, I can't remember who it is, but he's been. I bet. I bet uh, Terry Lovell will tell me who that is. But uh, he was killing it. He got relegated, and since then he's been just killing it. But here's the thing. So both Ian Poulter. By the way, does anybody care what Ian Poulter says ever? He was. Relatively likable on full swing, I thought. Was he? He wasn't quite as pompous and douchey as I expected him to be. But, no, I don't care what he has to say. And so, but Phil Mickelson says there are... Speaking of pompous and douchey. (laughs) People, or there are PGA Tour members who are pining hard to get one of those spots on Live Golf. I would imagine so. You believe it? Yeah. Damn right I do. They're players paying a lot that, of money. Players that make a difference. How about I'll ask it that way. So not your Zach Blairs of the world? I'm sure Zach Blair would go. <laughs> In a second. <laughs> but are there anybody out there, top 50, who are willing to go? Oh, man. Hang on. Let me pull up the official world golf rankings. All right. We, I don't know where he is, but we brought, brought him up. Terry Hoagie. Who? Terry Hogue. Hoagie. Hogue. Tom Hoagie? Tom Hogue, yeah. Who's Terry? Terry Lovell. Give me a break, man. You you dropped my you made my wheels fall off in that first segment. How so am bad. I how am I this hung over and still just broadcasting circles around you? Well that's why is today you know, in the Jewish religion we have this saying the first question is why is today different than any other day? Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Okay, so top fifty. Tom Hogue. Would Tom Hogue move? Hoagie. Tom Hoagie. Tom. Hoagie. By the way, we should have him on the cover one week, one month. 
if you could pronounce his name properly, you'd probably warm up to that I idea. I don't need to. I can read it. And in my mind, it can be any way I want. It can be Tom Hodge. <laughs> uh, uh, a nice guy, Tom Hoagie. Yeah. Just for the record. Um, is there anybody in the top 50 that could potentially move the needle? Who's 50th? 50th. Let's take a gander. Billy Horschel is 50th. He ain't going. Wouldn't think so. Nope. Adam Scott, 44th. I'm surprised he hasn't gone already. Little, little long in the tooth, but probably doesn't need the money, though. And I don't know. Big fan of, of Greg Norman's. I, I don't know what his endorsement deals look like in Australia, but I bet he is, like, on TV every other commercial down there. Maybe. Wouldn't you think? I will I mean, tell you. Like, he's a really nice-looking guy. He's will, really marketable. He's had some success. He's arguably one of the best golfers Australia's ever produced. I will tell you, a year ago, right before everybody moved to the live, I was in Mexico, and Abe Answer was in every uh, Right. That's what I'm saying. I bet yeah. if you go to Australia, I bet he is on TV all the time down there. Like, uh, he's probably the way, like, Paul Hogan was in the 80s when Crocodile Dundee uh. was popular. <laughs> Remember when that was a thing? Oh, yeah. When people thought Australia was really, really neat for like five years for yep. no reason? Good day, mates. Good day, mate. Uh, all right. How about. Uh, so, Brandel Shambly's worried about one guy Sahith Thigala. No, he's worried about John Rahm. <sighs> Boy. I mean, and you're probably talking. Four hundred million dollars, probably that offer him. Oh, it wouldn't be that big. It'd probably be two. He'd I probably don't know, get man. Cam Smith gets. It'd be more than Cam Smith, I think. I, I mean, at what point? <coughs> excuse me. It's the affordability factor. I mean, what are you getting for your money at four hundred million? But we've been saying that since the inception of Live Golf, and, and I, I'm with you. I keep saying, okay, at some point, whoever's stroking these checks is going to want to see some return on investment. And yeah. I think that's still the case, but, boy, they've got so much money. I don't think it makes much of a difference for a few more years anyway. I really think that they'll keep pumping money into it as long as they need to. And they're supposed to be working with – I mean, I, I, there was a great uh, – I don't remember who it was, but interview with uh, Brooks Kepka. He talked about how he went and why he went and what's mm-hmm. going on, and he did admit that he was getting over $100 million. He mm-hmm. said it was a nine-figure contract for mm-hmm. four years. So it's a big number. You know, he was a guy who swore he wasn't going to go, and then he went, got his nine hundred, got his nine-figure payday, and you know, he is what he is. I'm a very strong thousandaire. I can't, I, I can't imagine what I would do if somebody handed me a nine-figure check. I'd, li- I'd likely just have a stroke and drop dead, just on the spot. Just I'd probably then, just have a heart attack. And I'll tell you what, before it happens, make sure I'm in your will. <laughs> Okay. Um, He has absolutely panned Matthew Wolf again. And. Boy, he's really giving it to Matt Wolf. He is, man. It's like, God, here's the thing. Leave the poor guy alone. Isn't isn't his brother on the same team? Yeah, I think so. So so then he's going to have two spots that are open because. He ain't want. He ain't playing with Matthew Wolf again, and um, Chase ain't going to be around. Now, can he? Can he go in and say, "I don't care if he's not 
If he hasn't made it, I still want him on my team. Bet that happens. Bet Chase kept ain't going anywhere. Gee, I don't know, man. What a spare. Chase Kepka. Hey, my brother's really good at something, so that automatically means I get to be rich, too. I was what like, what was, Hank, what was Hank Aaron's brother's name? I don't know. Josh Aaron? No. Craig Aaron? I think they had the record Kern for Aaron. most most uh, sibling home runs in the major leagues tandem. <laughs> yeah, it, 750 of them were Hanks. Yep. <laughs> Believe yeah, that for a long like time. Six. For a long time, that was that was the that was who had what bro, what brother combo had the most home runs in the major leagues, and it was the Aaron's. Uh, Terry Lovell can tell can tell me that one. Too. There you go. He's our, <laughs> he's our encyclopedia. Uh, he's probably never going to listen to us again now. Um, no, I mean, you have any worries that anybody's moving? No. You know, there was a wor- rumor about Cantley and Shoffley. I don't think they're going. I mean, I, I would think that there's an outside chance that, you know, you, you see somebody like Lucas Glover or, you know, Justin Rose or Adam Hadwin or, so, you know, some of these guys are somewhere ranked between 50th and 75th in the world that are a little – older that just you know hey man What's it th- but let, let me ju- let me just make secure some generational wealth but and here's, move on down the road here's the other side what's that do for live why would they do that what, what does chase kepka do for live well that was early on chase kepka was say was signed and then they got brooks i'm sure that was a hook i, I agree but i mean there, but, there are guys on the live tour that that do not move the needle well but, An iota. But, but Eli, there are guys on the PGA tour that do not move the league. I, so totally agree. So if I was live right now and saying, "Okay, well, I've given you a billion dollars to go get people, Greg. If you're going to go get somebody else, it better move the needle." But uh, at some and, at some point, doesn't it need to be about volume though? Like, hey, look how many guys we're poaching from the tour. Like, yes, they may not be the biggest names, but we're we're getting guys on our side. I don't care who was the last guy you mentioned can't remember who it was I, I, I don't care i don't think adam hadwin adam i don't yeah. i like by the way by the way his wife is a great follow on twitter okay. she's funny but um i i like adam hadwin but he doesn't change my life at all if no he moves over. Not, but, but does burned Viesberger? nope on team cliques nope <laughs> but on team cliques who's the who's the captain of team cliques team uh, martin keimer he doesn't move that god how are they even in the playoffs but who else is on that team graham mcdowell and russell bland boy that's a that's his name right russell bland yep yeah 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 that's not a very good team is it? no it's not did they win or lose uh i don't know (laughs) (laughs) this website sucks so bad i have no idea what's going on yeah i don't even know who's in the finals do you i have no clue again i'm looking i'm looking at their website right now and it's awful it says team head-to-heads announced at the end of the quarterfinals. So semifinals, quarterfinals, aces, high says, flyers. It says quarterfinals full of ep- upsets. Uh, okay. Whatever. All right, we got to go. Do Lift we? Golf. Whatever. Still hanging around despite their best efforts. So the semifinals are um, you have – Dustin Johnson's team of the Aces against Phil Mickelson's team. Oh, man, I can't wait to tune in. Let's do that. <laughs> so you talk about – so here's the thing. So Mickelson's team – and I'm sorry, I know we were late, but 
Mickelson team is him, Cameron Tringali, Brendan Steele, and James Pyatt. James Pyatt wins this thing. They, if Mickelson's team wins this thing, does he get a free pass and stay? I don't know. He probably gets a truckload of cash for doing nothing more than being a bum. <laughs> kind of like every Rangers player. All right, it's 9-12 on the ticket. Craig's got a member guest story that he would like to tell us. I don't have any stories. Just talk to member guests. Everybody's playing in them right now. You've played in one. Let's talk about member guest stuff. But first, or not. All right. Go we right ahead. Do it. We got to talk about the greatness that is PGA Tour Superstores because it's a great place to go. It's time to go, right? I mean, they're a title sponsor of the of the tee box. You've got all sorts of equipment. You got all sorts of apparel. You need winter stuff. They got winter stuff. You gonna go to a trip in the Caribbean, play some golf down there? Go get some stuff down there. It's everything you possibly need, and I promise you, it's fun to just hang out. You yeah, get out of time. there's no doubt. And you know, you mentioned the winter stuff. Yeah, if you need to go stock up as the weather cools off a bit, great. But a lot of their summer stuff's now on sale, so you can go find those racks in the back of the store. Got to go to the back of the store, and, right by the shoes. Yeah, and you can probably find some banging deals on some shorts and some shirts and, and some hats and all that kind of good stuff. And by the way, if you get to 250 bucks worth of stuff, just say T-Box when you're checking out, and they'll take 50 dollars, 50 bucks more off. And they also have a couple of different fitting options. Craig. They've got the free fitting that's open to anyone who comes in the store and they want to try some clubs. They can do that for you. Or they have the elevated studio fitting that focuses on your game. And they have a certified fitter that will uh, help get you set up with all the new clubs that you want. And I think you got to schedule that, right? You, you do. Go that's online. correct. Yes. Uh-huh. So that's the thing. If you're just going in there and say, hey, you know what? I kind of need a new hybrid. Let me go check some things you can just go walk in the store and wait till they have a spot open somebody can help you find a hybrid sure but if you want a new set of clubs get your game to a different level you got to go schedule that studio fitting it's worth it i promise you absolutely pga tour superstore if they don't have it you don't need it the uh t-box out at our offices today at the avid media media compound got a lot going on uh, we'll talk about next segment. I want to get the baseball bat people down the hall to give me a bat. Is that weird? <laughs> Funny that you mentioned that because a very famous uh, uh, golfer's son came over to pick up a bat, came into our office yesterday, and our uh, graphics, our, our uh, creative director's thought it was the real thing it was Lee Trevino's son but is he was Lee Trevino Jr. Mm-hmm. He goes hey I'm Lee Trevino I was coming in just check things out and Jason thought it was a real Lee Trevino well it is a real Lee Trevino yes just but Jr. it's a sec hey Lee Trevino's here should I give him a shirt or something <laughs> like Lee Trevino senior would want one of our shirts but by the way uh, another P1 helped us out um, as we go into some nostalgia, Tom Thrower, which doesn't sound like a real name, but Tommy Aaron, not to be confused with the professional golfer Tommy Aaron, was 
uh, Hank Aaron's brother had 13 home runs in his career. 13 taters for Tommy. Which vaulted them as the top brother tandem of most home runs in their career. Jose Altuve set more home runs off the Rangers in the last week. All right, enough. So, that's all fun. <laughs> the, Alomar brother, the Alomar brothers haven't done more? No, no, not the Sandy and Roberto? Yeah. I would imagine, I mean, they've got to be on the list. I think the most hits are, um, no, I, I think there was something the same thing. There was one brother who played like five games, and it was maybe Pete Rose's brother, or it was Joe DiMaggio's hmm. brother, or something like that. But I remember that. It was a trivia when I was a kid. About I, I do think Harris. DiMaggio had a brother that played. Yeah. Um, okay, hey, at 9.30, we do have some things going on in... Uh, and our lives, business-wise, we'll tell you about them at 9.30. First, this segment brought to us by whom? Park Place Dealers and the City of Arlington Golf Courses. Oh, yeah. You probably played Lake Arlington very recently. You know, I haven't been out there since the storm, actually. We had a Tex Junior Golf Tour out there, and the, uh, Travis said the course was in really good shape. Yes, so. it, it has been the last several years, and uh, Tierra is always great, and Rangers is finish their overseed for the for the fall and winter and so it should be looking good yeah okay so so you've played in a member guest before i knew it's been several years but, but yeah. i remember you played at rivercrest right correct and you play with your with your pal and had a good time right oh ever, of course yeah, did you ever no, do the, well uh no no it was more probably about the uh um, um how shall i put this uh, alcohol consumption than it was about uh, the golf. Kind of one of those situations where, yeah, we probably didn't have much of a chance to win, so we were just going to have fun. Although the incentive to play well the first day so you don't have the early-ass tea time on day two, that provides a little bit of incentive. Interesting, because I think I, I most of the member guests that I've played in have been shotguns. Really? Mm-hmm. And I just finished playing with the uh, the one at Craig Ranch last week. Um, Looked like a hoot, by the way. Was a blast. Uh, Crest Car sponsors it, and I played with Mike Brosen, who's the grand poobah of Crest Cars. Let me ask you this. How did you enjoy Cartel Taco Bar? It was absolutely awesome. Do you know those guys? I do. I know the owners, yeah. It's, it's right down the street from our, um, let's say right down the street. It's over in downtown Arlington. So their tacos were made like quesadillas, mm -hmm. and the pulled pork one was the best taco I think I've ever had. So the same, you were at my wedding. Mm -hmm. The restaurant that catered our wedding, it's the same ownership group. They Grease Monkey Burgers. Right, and so then, the next day they came out, they changed the signage on the mm -hmm. truck and were made burgers. Yeah. And the burgers were really, really good. But I would say the burgers were really good, but that taco might have been – they made it like a quesadilla. It was really cool, and it was small, and it was great. Yes, kudos yeah, to anyway, those guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Mike and I have been playing together for 15 years. Defending champions, yes. You won last year? It two was years a year ago. before. Two okay. years ago. Two years ago. And uh, so when we won, nobody knew who we were, and our team went – the cheapest of any I team. Don't, I don't believe you. Everybody knows who Craig Rosengarten is. <laughs> Easy. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so, before that, I played 20 years in a member guest 
we went back and forth. We went to my club. We went to my dad's club. But I played 40 times in a member guest with my dad. And that was a blast. And I had more fun doing that than anything I ever did. I, I can't believe I got to play with in a tournament with my dad that many times. And the funniest part of it is the first time we ever played, we're playing it. We, I was a member over at the Four Seasons. Uh, and uh, Byron Nelson's sitting on the first tee. And we did have tee times. And we were teeing off at the 10th tee. And my father was so mesmerized by talking to Mr. Nelson, we missed the first two holes. Thank God it was a match play format, so we only lost the first two holes in the match. Oh, so you missed your tee time? Missed their tee time. Flat out missed it. Okay. As I think that's would. probably worth it, to chat up Lord Byron for a little while. That's what he would say. Yeah. I, mean, I think he was talking about his woodworking. My dad was mesmerized by just talking to Mr. Norm, Mr. Nelson. Or Mr. Norman. The next year we said, okay, we're not going to miss our tee times. We're going to do really, really well. And my father hit the wrong golf ball in a very critical time. Boy, I, you really don't need to make him relive this because oh, no. I'm sure he's listening right now. He probably already felt bad enough about it. Okay, so the next year the we're ball, playing in the, the horse race. drag him on the air 20 years later. We're playing in the horse race, and he says, hey, I should hit first tee, first shot. Let me. Hit, I always hit the ball in the fairway. Proceed to knock it right out of bounds. So it took us twenty years. I'm sorry, Ivan, that he's. But doing the last this year. year we played, we won. Nice. Funny. This year we play in the horse race. Mike and I are in the horse race. He goes, "Let me tee off. I can almost drive this green." Let's tee off. He's he he's long off the tee. He thinks he's longer than he is, but he's long. I said, "Okay, for sure." Hooks it straight into the water. Like, all right, time to drink. And I'm not that big of a drinker anyway, so you'll laugh at this. So they did the one of the cool things that at, at Craig Ranch that they do is closest to the pin, all four holes, all three days. If you get closest to the pin on one of those holes, you and your partner are in a shootout for ten grand. Mm-hmm. So we would have qualified three times. We were, I mean, our our irons were, our, the rest of our game was a little off, but our irons were really good, so we qualify. And so what they did was they put a makeshift tee box right by the clubhouse, everybody standing over, and you're hitting to the 18th uh, hole, which was 97 yards. Mm-hmm. And I'm a little intimidated. Hank Keeney is in the field. And Blake Pugh, who played on the Corn Ferry for a little while, mm-hmm. um, a couple other guys. and uh, But nobody hit one really close, and it's my turn to go up. And I got heckled by every P1 as I'm up there. How many times did you hear sculling balls? I heard your... precipice. I heard, no way, that's not a word. <laughs> the anus. No I heard anus. 15 times. I did hear the, hey, you're hitting on the wrong side of the ball. Let me share something with you, everybody out there. (laughs) If you play golf with a left-handed person, they've heard that one million times. Oh, it's it's like the three-dog night joke with me. Like, anytime I introduce myself to anyone that's over the age of 50, I'm like, hi, I'm Eli. And they're like, they start saying, Eli's coming to be. And I'm like, yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Never even heard that song before. Very creative. Never heard that. What do you mean you've never heard that? No. 
Yes, you have. All I right, promise. maybe I guess. That's like my wife can't stand her name's Amy. It's a Pure Prairie League song. She says, please don't sing that to me. Yeah. Uh, she said, if you would have done that on our first date, I wouldn't have dated you the second time. I also get the cotton gin thing a lot. Eli Whitney. The oh, yeah. Cotton, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a player, too. Well, yeah. So the left-handed thing. Uh, but I, I tried to embrace it. I tried to embrace it. And I got up over the shot. And it's probably my best shot in my bag is that 100-yard shot. And I, I couldn't overcome it. Did you lay, lay some sod over it? I didn't lay sod, but I, I hooked it. Yeah. I hooked it and I went a little long. And uh, so I didn't win the Well, I mean, grand. you didn't humiliate yourself. Like, you didn't. Missed the ball. No, or no, no, no. Just hit just a complete hosel rocket no, off a courtesy no, car or something. No. Actually, it was closer than Hank Keeney or Blake Pugh, so I did have that. Oh, yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it, fellas. Yeah. So, by the way, that's another thing we were talking about. Uh, we are talking about playing an LPGA Pro-Am if you ever can. If you ever get invited to a member guest, it's just three days of fun. Nobody ever invites me to do anything fun. Well, you're just a sad sack Eeyore today. Who wants to invite you after today? I, I, I'm a great member guest player with my vanity handicap and my 18 drink a day consumption. That is the other thing. So <laughs> I shot. Call I, me. I shot mid 70s every day. Didn't play my best, but played okay. But we didn't come close to being in the, in the running. Really? No, you have to shoot so much better than your handicap that's right generally the people that win those they have a like a 13 handicap and then go out and shoot 77 i had a this was two years ago when we won it i had a four handicap two years when we won i shot 75 70 67 one by one shot yeah that'll do it but that we won by one shot beat a one-armed guy by one shot Literally, he had one arm. He swung, he swung, swang, swung the ball. Swinging, <laughs> swinging. So yes. So I miss playing with my dad. <clears throat> I love playing with Mike. He just had knee replacement surgery. I think he's playing in Marido's member guest this week. Marido. I think he got invited out there. So um, might have some big news about Marido breaking here soon. I hear that's done. No, not happening or a done deal? Done deal. Uh, okay. Wow. Have you heard that? I have not heard that it's a done deal, but I, I take your word for I've it. I've heard it from numerous places. So they have announced that Live Golf has not put their schedule out, but they have said that they're going into these cities next year, and one of the cities is they're playing in Dallas. Yes, because that's what we need is another professional event. And I've heard by very reliable sources that, that uh, it's probably going to be at Marydell's. Not at Tennyson Park? Nope. Not Tennyson Park. <laughs> the Glen course at Tennyson? I would, you know what? The, when we were thinking oh. about it, there was only two places it could have been, right? I, I, there were like three that I was like, but two of them were kind of, I don't really think it would happen, but I guess it's possible. You need to have the infrastructure, right? Yeah. And the Nelson Sports Club, or whatever it's called now, the Nelson Club. In, the Nelson. Oh, no, that's never happened. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Proceed. Yeah, so I figured maybe them, um, and I don't know where else besides maybe Marido. Marido's got the high school cross street, so it has to be when school's out, but they could do parking over there. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Live Tour is probably going to bring some fans, but it's not going to be, you know, 40,000 a day. They'll like, bring more than the Corn Ferry, won't they? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, I would guess so. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, I would be interested in going out and following around. 
Yeah. I mean, I yeah, count me in. Okay. All right, that's all that. Come, that's all that in a that I don't know. Boy, you have just trailed <laughs> off. <laughs> all right, I don't know what we're going to talk about next. Craig said he has. Something. We have business stuff to talk about. We got things going on in our lives, business wise. One that I don't think you even know about, and we'll tell you about that next. But first. We have to talk about the greatness of pure swing golf. Yes. Why is my golf game so good right now? Because I've got pure swing golf. And why is mine so bad right now? It's because I have not gone to see Anthony. You need to go do that. I know. And I, I watch Rick go from hitting a a power f- slice to drawing the ball because that's what Anthony said would be best for his game, and it is. And when Rick does it right, he kills the ball. Is from, it? Good when you pull every iron you've hit for a month and a half. Uh, you need to go see Anthony. Yes, I clearly. Bet, here's the thing: as much as you play golf and as good as your swing is, Anthony, I guarantee you that he'll fix you within ten minutes. Ten minutes, I say within ten minutes, you're hitting perfect sh- shots in his simulator. That's all it'll take. I'll guarantee it. I'll pay the fee. Same here. And uh, that's all you need to do is go see Anthony or any of one of his other instructors. All their guys are really, really good. The simulators are great. They're big. They're expansive. It gives you a lot of room. You don't have to. You don't feel cramped at all. It's at 68 degrees in there, so you don't get hot, even if it's 91 degrees outside. And I bet in the wintertime they'll move it up to 71, 72 degrees. Maybe Either way, it's a great place to go get lessons or just to practice your game. And all those guys, man, they use a great combination of technology and just what they're seeing visually, too. So they show you, hey, here's your smash factor, here's your spin rate, here's your club head speed. And they work on your balance, and they have pressure plates on the ground so you know if if your weight is too far forward or too far back. It's great. They've got everything you possibly need. And by the way, they have skins. Anthony Broussard, who uh, owns Pure Swing Golf, golf, he he won the Texas State Open. Yeah, he did. And... uh, had a swim on the Corn Ferry Tour, so he knows. And, and you know, what I what I would do is if I signed up with Pierce Wing Golf, I'd say, hey, look, I want a lesson package, but I want a playing lesson, too. Show me how, Get me on the golf course. Show me how I can improve my game. And he's a great guy on top of all of that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Go to PureSwingGolf.com, sign up. I guarantee you it'll change your golf game. For uh, Led Zeppelin this week. Hey, it's eight. It's nine forty on the ticket. You got the tee box. Craig and a much happier Eli after an hour and a half of getting his mind off of last night and uh, having some fun golf-wise. You got any golf played this playing this week? You gonna play any golf this week? Uh, yeah, going to San Antonio for a couple days. Nice. So we'll play down there. Um, other than that, no. Got magazine stuff. Got our best of public issue that will hit shelves here in about a week and a half or so i uh i'm playing at the rusted rail on my Ooh, baby in crandall and uh see uh see what that course looks like because we do have our best of public golf issue coming out this week next week and i think craig there may be some pretty significant changes this year you know i think so too um You know, I I went I went and looked at things this this past couple of weeks. I went and looked at everything in the, that was in the top ten. Obviously, mm-hmm. played in the LPGA, Old American, and Tribute are always at the top. I mm-hmm. went to Cowboys two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. They've really stepped up their game 
service-wise. Really have. Uh, kudos to Cowboys. Played the, the two PGA courses, Fields Ranch. And uh, so I've... I've run the gamut of all the top courses to see, you know, who's going to be number one this year. And there's a chance. This will be an interesting study. If you follow us on Twitter and you are. Avid Golfer 98. At Avid Golfer 98. I am at the Eli Jordan. Is that now X Eli Jordan? Whatever. I'm just going to say Twitter (laughs) because it's easier. Yep. Send me your best and worst course that you have played this year. If you were listening and you were an avid player, if you played in the Metroplex in in DFW, don't yes. don't tell me you played. Yeah, Pebble some, Beach. somewhere in Oklahoma, that help and us. Whistling Straits. Yes. Yeah, like just in DFW, tweet us your best and worst that you have seen in twenty twenty three. That's interesting and compelling because i'm curious what people will say and i follow and you you do the facebook i would uh highly recommend following i think it's like called dfw golf group or dfw golf guys i have or, them in faith you you told me about them on the facebook side I that's a them. good resource for hearing feedback about golf courses too and now mind you they're you know your handful of karens that just are that hate everything, no matter where they go, they're going to find something to, to gripe about. But generally speaking, the people on there are pretty knowledgeable and will g- shoot you straight about what kind of courses this course is in this kind of shape. Hey, I wouldn't go out there for a few weeks. Their greens look like this or their fairways are bad or they've had some flooding issues or their bunkers are washed out or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good resource. I, uh, I follow that quite a bit. And I've I highly advise that you do as well if you have the Facebook. It's, and it was an interesting year because some courses got hit by the winter weather way worse than others. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I feel like it was more the oppressive heat during the summer that took its toll. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, it, it depends on some courses have water restrictions that are set by the city, you know, when it gets really hot where they can't water as much or they can only water one day a week or two days a week. Some courses have the luxury of being near a large body of water so they can draw water from that and they can water as much as they want. So, yeah, it's... it's. You had another thing that happened this year, even uh, some of the private clubs got hurt where... You had a run of Poana in your greens, mm-hmm. and whatever they had used in the past to kill the Poana didn't work. Right. So people tried some other stuff, and sometimes that worked really worse, and it killed the rest of the greens. Yeah. And that happened a couple times around town. And, and I don't know how you – and give us your feedback on this, um, again, on the on the Twitter or the X or Facebook or whatnot. I don't know how you – how you work that because there were some courses that struggled with Poana early in the year, but then once the summer hit, all the Poana died off and the greens got good again. Do you knock those courses for having the issues earlier in the year? Or do you look at the overall body of work or do you say, well, the course is in this condition currently when we're going to sit down and do the rankings. It's, it's going to be very interesting when we sit down to decide. Well, and you and I always, and we've, I've been doing it longer than you, but we've always said current state. Mm-hmm. Current. So if they were bad January, February, March, and they're really good now, it's current state. Yeah. So we, and we'll get some letters, right? If we put somebody really high up and they weren't good early in the year, they'll come back and say, I can't believe you've 
said that you ranked them at this level. I played them in February and it sucked. Well, it's current state. Yeah, and and we do. We get emails, we get texts, we get Twitter messages that hey, I can't believe that you ranked this course there because when I played it, it wasn't very good. Or hey, this course is awesome. Why were they ranked so low? I mean, it. We we do our best to try and make sure that we we see as many of these properties as we can, but it's hard when there's you know only a handful of us. And we try and see as as many of them as we can. But sometimes we only get to a course maybe once a year, and it might be early in the year when the course is still a little bit dormant and hadn't greened up. Normally, if we do that, we make sure we come see them again. Usually. I mean, for the most part, unless it's something that's not going to be in contention for top 30. Yeah, sure. So um, then we'll just say, okay, and then we'll call it, we'll call them and say, how's the course now? So we, we've done that before. Hey, one more thing before we go. Um, we've mentioned it a couple times, but um, March 22nd through the 24th will be the Avid Golfer Golf Expo at Market Hall. You'll be the ringleader. Um, you're going to be going around with a microphone. We're going to give you a microphone for three days. Like a ringmaster, I think. What did I say? Ringleader. So I'm not like organizing a gang of street toughs. <laughs> <laughs> tomato tomato yeah fair enough. you're gonna be you're gonna be the head honcho um but we're selling it right now right as we as we're getting things going yeah so uh if you have any interest in promoting one of your businesses in this thing we're we're making deals so give us a call give or tweet you at uh be eli jordan or me at have a golf for 98 or rick rick arnett we're stacking them deep and selling them cheap baby and then finally in 10 days, it is, what's today's date? Today October is the 21st. 21st. So in 10 days, the 2024 Avid Golfer Passbook comes out. Oh, boy. We've got seven or eight new courses in this year, almost $1,000 of savings. I thought for a second you were going to tell us what your Halloween costume was going to be. I'm going to be, I'll tell you if you want. Sure. It's uh, next weekend, um, if my wife is healthy enough to go out. Uh we're going to be Gilligan and Marianne. Okay. All right. Can I s- smack you with my hat? Are you going to be the skipper? I can. Okay. You going to go to the same parties as me? I've got the greatest Halloween costume ever, but I like I haven't been invited to a Halloween costume party in like a decade. What is it? Uh, Don't tell me you're going as Ken and Barbie cuz I told him yeah, I told I my look wife exactly like Ken. I'm not going anywhere where you tell me I got to dress up as Ken and Barbie. Yeah, no. How many of those costumes are you going to see this year? All of them. Yeah. All right. There you go. Halloween talk. Golf expo. Will you tell me what your costume is? I'm going to sh- have to show you. It's not going to translate over the air. I'll, I'll just have to show you a picture. All right. <laughs> Coming up next, we mix. Football, tailgate, college, Deddy, Barnett, Landrum, next. Thanks to Connor for running the board and Travis for tickers and Kern keeping us on the air, and Eli to forget about the Rangers for an hour and a half, and Rick for, I don't know, letting us do the show without him. But we always like having Rick, so it's not a thing. My mom and dad for listening, as always. We have two listeners in Baltimore, which is always good. We've had a lot of feedback today. We have? On, on the, the X, Elon Musk's X. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good bit of feedback. I uh, actually got quite a few uh, tweets in response to my Rangers rant earlier. Are they positive or negative? The 
bit of both. Yeah. But yeah. Anybody anybody tell you enough? Let's talk golf. No. No. My dad did sent one of those. Did he? Yeah. Enough about the Rangers. Let's talk golf. Yeah. I don't think your dad likes me. Yeah, my dad likes you fine. He's just old. Uh, Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> next week we will be at Crest Car. Yes, yes. And we will have Rick with us. Are you off next week? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, then it'll be the three of us. <laughs> it'll be a threesome in a non-sexual way. All right. I don't really think you need so to, to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming the listeners would not think that the three of us would engage in that kind of behavior. You never know. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I, yeah, I, I Eli, what is happening right now? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, I don't know. All right. That uh, voice you just heard was that of... The Jacob Dedimore, and he is joined, I'm assuming, by one Zach Barnett and the Kevin Landrum. Yo, he is And joined. they are going to talk a little college football, ball, 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 ball. That's today. right. That football, is correct, football, Eli. Football, football, football. I wanted so, to bring up Rangers, but then I heard your rant this morning, and I was like, maybe, maybe I won't. Don't do that. torture yourself. <laughs> yeah. Allow me to torture myself <laughs> for your sake. Hey, so Jacob. So Jacob. Yes, sir. Last time I was on the air, and I mixed with you was the morning of the Texas OU game. OU Texas. But OU Texas, whatever. Texas OU. And you were making a compelling case how Texas should have been the number one team in the country. Uh, are you sure about that? that I think was, that was me. That probably was Zach. My take, I, if they won that day, they, they should have been the number one team. No, that's not what you said. You're sure do, of that. Do we need to pull tape? Pull tape. Uh-oh. Get on it, Connor. Because you did right say now. they should be number right one now. right now. Okay, I'd well, like them number- hold on, Rick. Okay, now that time has passed, Zach, would you like to make another statement? Uh, they lost that day, so they should not be the number one team. The <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but you were not very kind to the Georgia Bulldogs that week at all. Uh, and they they did go out and uh, kick Kentucky's butt that day. Yep. And I was disappointed you weren't with us last week because I was going to give credit to you about your Georgia Bulldogs for finally looking like the Georgia we all know and love, or at least know. Yeah, I mean, look, I will tell you this. I don't. I, I watch every Georgia game, and they have not looked good this year, but they have done what they needed to do to win. And don't you get a little bit of – and I'm nervous for every one of their games, and the fact that Brock Bowers is hurt, I'm going to be nervous the it's rest huge. of the year. Yeah. But when you're back-to-back national champions, don't you get a little bit of – leeway not from you i think they've you've gotten a lot try, of you've been trying to will them into losing every week <laughs> yeah been nervous I, all year but i think yes. they've been given quite a bit of it this year considering how they've played and the level of competition they've played and yet they're still number one yeah so the, my last question about college football and i don't want to steal your thunder but to me the best team right now looks like michigan but this whole Stealing. They're the Texas Rangers of college football. Yeah. You, you did that one to yourself. <laughs> or are they the Houston Astros? Could be the. We, we Michigan? Will, yes. No. We will dive into that right off the top, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Michigan football. Are they the Texas Rangers of college athletics? Yes. We'll have, they, they we'll have, have Dave have, Raymond on to talk about that. Have they ever won a national championship? Michigan? 98, didn't they? 97. Nice. That was a split national title. It was. They shared it with with Nebraska. Nebraska. Very nice. Yeah. But they were the AP champion, which That's right. carries more weight in my book. Yeah, you still got to share it. 
They're not undisputed. Yeah, Tennessee was 98, right? Yep. With T. Martin. They were the last pre-BCS national champion. Oh, look at that. Oh, good trivia question right there. And then 99 was Florida State? Wire to wire number one. That's right. Most definitely. We'll keep going, Zach. You think? Yeah. Wow. This is the one thing in the world I'm good at. So. And then we had like the four-year run where Miami just squashed everybody. (laughs) Right. Uh, They were 01. But yeah. they got upset by Ohio State in 02. Oklahoma was 2000. Yep. I want more of this. Look Keep at you, going. Eli. Keep on. Come on. Yeah, we're, now we're good, man. <laughs> we're good. Let him cook. How, yeah. you, how, you are, how are you with Heisman Trophy winners? Uh, I mean, average probably. Okay. I think Heisman won once. <laughs> sounds sounds that, legit, yeah. Is that a good guess? I don't. I actually don't think he did. He was a no, coach. It's, it's named after a Damn coach. It. It's like it's it, it was the the Heisman Trophy was the original uh, hot fried Georgie Player of the Week. Was, yeah, that's that's true. exactly <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Are you guys golfing today after the show? No, no. Going Too hot. To- Sadly. Drink my life away after the Rangers. You are more depressed than I have ever heard you, Eli. Uh, that, that, that broke me last night, man. I, I don't want to go back into it because I'm just starting to kind of feel better. But. I'm I, I'm right there with you, Eli. Struggling. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you, Broadway Joe. By the way, interesting uh, that I played in a member guest last week. I played with a guy by the name of Chuck Burkhart. Chuck Burkhart. Okay. On his golf bag, he had. Chuck Burkhart, Burkhart, Pitt Hall of Fame. Oh, boy. So okay. I had to look him up. What an elite, elite group. He quarterbacked Penn State to their only back-to-back undefeated seasons in 1969 and 1970. Penn State or Pitt? Yeah, you said Pitt. I'm sorry. It was, yeah, whatever. Well, which one is it? Penn, <laughs> Penn State? I thought it was Pitt. It is I, okay, Penn State. I, well, I, being, but I look, at, I look it up and he's. Yeah, maybe I got it wrong. Being in Whatever. the Penn State Hall of Fame is actually more even better impressive than the Pitt Hall of Fame. You're not a Larry Fitzgerald fan? Would, would you say you're like him and Dan Marino? Dan Marino. That's like the only two people that are in it. Dan Marino. Dan Marino. <laughs> Dan Marino beat Dan Marino. Georgia in the national title game. How do you feel about that? Sucked. The week a year later, Todd Blackledge beat us. Totes. You think a Ranger a, sucked? Todd um, Blackledge beat us. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> Well, they did have Herschel Walker. <laughs> yeah. Or you yeah, had helps. Herschel Walker. Yeah. Yeah, didn't help. They had Todd Blackledge. All right, fellas. So I want you to give me your three games to watch today. If I'm going to go home and I'm going to drop some heat on a, a game or two and relax, what are what are the three I should be locked in on? Penn State. Penn State, Ohio State for sure. Of course. Eli, yeah. if you're looking for some action on the Penn State, Ohio State game, I would take the under. Take the under. Okay. I think the total's 48, and I I see this as a 21-17 game. You don't think they get there, huh? Okay, I, don't think I like that. There. All right, all right. All right, give me two other games to watch. Take Penn State win. Tennessee-Alabama. Tennessee-Alabama, yeah. Yeah, Tennessee-Alabama. Michigan-Michigan State. Take the under. One. I think all right, so we're I rolling, think, rolling heavy on some unders today. I think TCU-K-State <laughs> tonight would be will be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I, I would agree with you there. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Who wins that game? Hmm. Uh, I, I, I'll, go, I'll lean K-State, but I, that's a slight lean. The line is Kansas State by six and a half. Six and a half. And it's in Manhattan. Right. Yes. Both teams are going to be. Get that hook into you. That way you have six. to lose your bet. 
both teams are going to be leaning on young quarterbacks more so TCU than K State, but still. Well, that Kansas State quarterback was that last week where he scored five touchdowns and yep. just broke it off in Tech. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one, pal. Boy, you should you should do a show about all sports because you know every. I mean, you know everything. No, I don't. It used to be called Country Force, I think. Yeah, that's All right. right. Thanks, Country Force. Thanks, <laughs> <I>. no. <laughs> Have to talk live golf every Hey, week. so have you guys figured out, you guys figured out what's, what y'all are going to do once college football season's over? Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about water polo and rugby. We're going to do a lacrosse show. <laughs> I, I can do that. By the way, it's now an Olympic sport. You see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. How about that? Moving up that's in true. the world. <laughs> how about that? So is breakdancing, though. I was going to so. say. No, uh, it got knocked out. Oh, did they? It got they, knocked oh, out. Oh, the 86th breakdancing. They did flag football, six-on-six six lacrosse, um, some sort of baseball, softball, which I didn't really understand, and uh, two sports I'd never heard of before. But breakdancing did not baseball. make the cut. Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So All yeah. right. break dancing well, talk at eleven ten. Yeah. Yeah. You uh you guys uh yeah, what, what are we gonna talk about besides college? Break into electric specific? boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> well we'll talk Michigan right off the top at ten ten, uh Penn State, Ohio State ten thirty, the Big Twelve at ten fifty, and top twenty five at eleven ten. Yeah, yeah, Yo. yeah. All right, tune in for that. It is the college football tailgate with the Deddy, the Barnett, the Landrum. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hopefully I did not offend you with my Rangers rant. Go Astros. I hate everything.